welcome to the Conlang Ray Podcast, the podcast about conlangs and peoples and things and stuff. My name is Bianca Richards. Some of you might remember me from before, but I'm here today to talk about my own conlang called Uskra. Um, it is my most recent conlang and probably the one I like the best at the moment. And what I like most about Uskra is I've tried to be not minimalistic with my conlang because that brings up all sorts of weird things, but I guess I call it economical. I don't... I try and make it so that each part has more than one function because what's the point in having, you know, five parts for five things when you can use two parts to make those five things? The area where this philosophy shows itself most in Uskra is probably in the verbs. And I wouldn't call them minimal verbs. In some ways, there's only about five or six fully functional verbs, but at the same time, there's two different conjugations depending on if it's a transitive or intransitive verb. And there ends up being quite a bit of um, phrasal verb type structures. So it would be quite complicated to memorize if you are one me and trying to be lazy about your dictionary, or if for some reason you are trying to learn this language. However, I really do like the verbs here, and the reason there's only about five or six fully working verbs is because Uskra uses light verbs to basically carry all of the tense and person information Whereas there's a separate kind of defective root that will carry any more semantic meaning in the sentence. And the, there are only four light verbs in use. Those are to be, uma, which is used for all intransitive sentences. And three different ones for transitive sentences, which are to have, uga, to take, uha, and to give, udia. The transitive sentences are more interesting because depending on which verb you use, you can kind of shift the meaning around. And the examples I have for this are all related to love in Uskra. So the first sentence is how you would say he loves her. And that would be nikas machuani. Nikas is the verb where ka in the middle is the actual part for to have. And surrounding it are what gives the person intense information. Machu is the word for love, and the suffix ani just means the, not the third person, but the obvious person. And that would just be your basic way of saying he loves her. However, something happens weird with the agency where in Uskra you're not really in control of who you love because the person you love has your love, and they possess it, and you can't really do anything about that. The second sentence, nikras machuani, is how you would say he fell in love with her. And once again, the first word nikras is a verb, but instead of using the generic transitive light verb to have, it uses the verb to take. And in this case, it would translate more literally as she took his love. Interestingly enough, you cannot actually be the agent of your own love. I don't know if that makes any sense. You can't use the third verb to give, to give your own love. 
in such a way as if, you know, you're falling in love with someone. It doesn't work that way in Uskara. Anyway, the third sentence I have is Nitias Machua'a. And that would be, she gave him her love. So I did just say you can't give your love. And to some extent, the sentence contradicts that. But it doesn't mean that she fell in love with him. Rather that she confessed her love to him in some horribly cheesy movie way. And I just use she and he here in these examples because the genders do make it slightly clear in English. However, Uskra doesn't code for gender. It uses third person and obviate person in the conjugation. The next bit about the verbs I wanted to talk about is using kind of what you already have to make something new. So you have the verb to be, uma, which is used in the intransitive conjugations. But I decided, well, it's kind of weird you can't use it in the other one. That's just free space I'm losing. So I've decided to use that in such a way that if you put the verb to be in a transitive conjugation and it's a reflexive construction, then it changes in meaning to be something like to become or to change. So the example I have is imium asnasku which would translate to be, I became hungry. can be used for other things. So, I became red would be, I started to blush or I blushed. And it can be used for other things like kind of a growing type thing. He became taller. It is basically used anywhere in Uskara that you use the copula, but rather than indicating a current state, it would indicate a change over time. I guess the funny thing is that in Uskara you don't even use the verb to be for the copula. So those are just some interesting things I like about my Conlang Uskara. Hopefully if you enjoyed hearing about this I can make some more. And if you want to know more about the Uskara language you can visit the website at uskara.oscone.com. That's all from me. No words of wisdom as per normal. Alright, so goodbye everyone. Thank you for listening to Conlangery. You can find our archives and show notes at conlangery.com. You can send questions, comments, or topic or featured language suggestions to conlangery at gmail.com. To submit a Conlang or Natlang greeting for the top of the show, see our contribute page for details. Web space for Conlangery is provided by the Language Creation Society, and our theme music is by Null Device. <laughs>